0: Welcome to Strictly Baseball. I'm Jacob Brown, joined by Rory Tetimer. And today we're going to kind of preview the winter meetings, go over some transactions that have happened since the last podcast that we did. Uh, there weren't many things that happened last time, uh, but there have certainly been things that have happened since the last time we came on here. Rory, uh, you know, we're, it's been a few weeks now. Last time you were kind of simmering off the World Series. Now it's kind of like it's gone. You know, we're, we're not thinking about it anymore We're in off-season mode.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I definitely feel a little bit better. Um, It was was like a a last week where it was like a month ago Bryce Harper hit that home run to send us to the World Series. And uh, (laughs) I I got the feelings again, got caught up in it. And, uh, you know, it it definitely hurt. It hurt a little bit. But, uh, you know, we're back. Oh, dude, I mean, we also have to talk about him getting surgery. Didn't talk about that uh, on the last pod, did we?
0: No, we we talked about the possibility. I remember you told me, and I was like, "What?" Because yeah. you said uh, they were thinking about it, but he did get the surgery, so he's going to be out till midseason, and even then, he's still going to DH. And I had been under the impression, even you had, I think, that this year with the DHing was just to get him healthy enough to prep the arm for next year. There was really no thought of a, of an extra thing, yeah. uh, and now he's not going to play the field again maybe until the playoffs. And at that point, it's like, do you really want to throw him in? Uh, But even throwing him in that late into the season might be a better option than Castellanos in right field. We'll we'll see. Uh, But, you know, Castellanos is a bit rough out there. So uh, I still think you get his bat midway through the season. They dealt with it this year. They made the playoffs without him. And I think they are destined to make a shortstop acquisition. Trey Turner is still being linked to them. And if he's brought into the fold, who cares? I yeah. mean, you know, it's still Bryce Harper, but it's Trey Turner, too.
1: Yeah, no. It's uh, it's almost guaranteed that the Phillies will get some sort of big market uh, shortstop, um, whether that be Trey Turner, who's the obvious one, uh, Bogarts, Correa, or um, – I don't think they get Dansby. I mean, Dansby's just in division. Is there another one, or is it just only four?
0: Yeah, there's only four.
1: Only four. Yeah, so um, – it's pretty given that they're going to get one of those. If they end up getting, like, not Trey Turner, then they're going to go get, like, a higher pitcher, I think, like a Rodon. Um, mm. if, they to, if they have to, like, spend a little less money uh, without uh, – Turner's obviously going to c- command the most money. Um, so if they miss out on him, which would be shocking, because uh, every every sign points to him being on the Phillies next year, but uh, if they miss out on him, I could see them spending a little bit more money in the starting pitcher market uh but i did propose those trades to you as well and uh those would those would be really good
0: you know it's yeah you were th- you were talking about philly and milwaukee uh uh yeah no so brandon woodruff and Corbin burns are supposedly you know they're open to be discussed uh one of them's probably going to get dealt this offseason but you know there's always smoke screens with this stuff this could draw out until the trade deadline to the last second. This stuff always draws out. So take it with a grain of salt. But, uh, you know, the Brewers don't have a DH right now. Reese Hoskins is a terrible defender um, at first base. Now, Rowdy Tellez isn't the best either, but he's better than Hoskins. The Brewers want to get off uh, the pitchers because they know they can't pay them, but they know they need an offensive boost, and Hoskins would absolutely do that. I have Hoskins ranked in my top 10 at first base despite the defense, his offense this year at first base was certainly top 10 value. And over the last three years, I also respect what he's done as well, even with some lapses. And I understand too, he's a very Gary Sanchez like player, not close to as bad, but in the sense that he's very streaky and he seems to be the same type of streaky where a lot of strikeouts, home runner bust when he's struggling when he's not, he's on fire. Uh, And, so you dealt with that. You don't like it that much. You said, Hey, throw him to the brewers for one of those guys.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's Hoskins. And then one of our top pitching prospects. Um, right. So it's Hoskins. And then a Micah Bell, uh, hopefully not an Andrew painter, but, um,
0: I think I, it would have to be multiple.
1: I, well, the thing is we have the, th- we have three, so we have painters, one, Micah Bell's two. And then we have another guy, Griff McGarry. Um, Who's also you know one of those studs that we've kind of been uh, rocking down there, and he's in Triple A too. Uh, but I think he projects more as a reliever, which, given the fact that they did just trade uh, Josh Hader, I'm sure they would also uh, mm-hmm. you know, want to pursue as a Brewer. So, um, if you were going to get Painter, you'd be getting you know you'd be getting rid of Corbin Burns, but Painter's MLB ready. Uh, I think the Brewers would easily take that, uh, and you don't have to pay him whatever two hundred, right? 50. Yeah. Right.
0: No, it's, listen, I mean, you're getting a top 10 first baseman, a major league ready top pitching prospect. And if there's another throw in, you know, maybe it's a mid tier prospect. Maybe it's a, you know, maybe it's a major league player that they don't need anymore. Um, you know, I can't really think of one off the top of my head, but I mean, not really veerling. He doesn't really fit that mold. I don't think Marsh does either. Um, but someone decent that you could trade that you know isn't going to uh, ruin the fold of the team. Uh, I don't know if there are guys on the Phillies like that though. Maybe a bullpen guy uh, or a starting pitcher that would be expendable, but I did, I just don't know if it could be a two for one for a guy like definitely not Burns, but for Woodruff too. I mean, that guy's, you know, 330 if he's on the free agent market is it's a, you know, 150 to 200 million dollar contract.
1: Yeah, no, I don't know. Like I said, it'd be Griff McGarry, who again I could I could live without. Um, yeah, it would take two top pitching prospects um, and Reese Hoskins easily.
0: Um, then they, I I wouldn't see why they wouldn't do it.
1: Yeah, and then we have good bats. Like we have good bats down there um, as well. Some decent ones, at least. I don't trust them, but they're supposed to be decent. Uh, yeah, that's my whole thing. I don't trust them. Uh, besides Painter, I don't trust you. Uh, if you're a Philly's prospect, you know, I don't care. I've seen so much hype for everyone. I mean, look at Spencer Howard. The guy's a fucking bag of chips. Um, yeah. Terrible. Yeah, he was hyped up. Yeah, hyped. He was going to be the next Verlander. <laughs> yeah. And he's terrible. He couldn't go yeah. the last two innings. Last <laughs> time through the uh, – second time through the order. so That's right. I don't really care for the prospects. I know Dave Dombrowski, his usual shtick is that he doesn't care for the prospects, even though he hasn't given up any uh, since we have got him. So – Um,
0: what a smart guy.
1: Yeah. What a dude. What a dude. (laughs) Yeah. I
0: keep seeing these videos on YouTube and it's like, uh, Dave Dombrowski just broke baseball. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why? (laughs) I I just don't understand. Like I, he had a great year and he, he went to, he didn't break baseball. I mean, he put together a winning team that, that went to the world series and all credit to where credit is due. He's a great executive and, uh, hopefully sticks though with Philadelphia. Uh, that's been the difference with everywhere else.
1: Sign him to a two-year extension.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. He, yeah. He's one of those guys that he's one of those top-tier executives but somehow has been with so many organizations. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, moving on. There are some Aaron Judge contract rumors going out right now. He was offered eight years, $300 million by the Yankees. There are rumors that the San Francisco Giants and maybe even the Los Angeles Dodgers, although I don't see them as a threat, because from what i've heard if they were to go after judge they'd move mookie to second which is what is being rumored for the world baseball classic possibly mookie betts could play second base i hate that i i don't understand that i don't see him as an infielder everyone says it's going to be better on his body he won't have to run as much i get that but uh all of a sudden he's a second baseman taking ground balls and you know throwing make you know going through double plays I, I don't i don't see it right away so um I don't see judge as Dodger but I could see him going to the Giants if they say hey 10 years pitched up my, like we, from what I've heard I saw a report from John Morosi even the so the Yankees offered him 37 and a half a year the Giants even if they went to 40 a year that that could be enough with the two extra years but he also would need an assurance from the Giants that they are going to put together a winning a team or a winning plan or they have something going because he wants to keep winning which if that's the case the hunt you know everyone's like oh well they could just say they want they won 106 games two years ago that was a fluke because they had the exact same roster in 2022 uh, and you could argue it was better because they brought in rodon so the giants were a 76 win team that's what they are they're a 500 team Adding judge does not make them better than the Padres and Dodgers. They need to do a lot more. I think he's a Yankee.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, if that's your only competition and he does want, you know, to compete and instead of just get that money, like uh, Chris Bryant, who's an absolute loser, uh, <laughs> then, yeah, no, I can see him definitely being a Yankee because the Giants are far, far away from being a contending team. Uh, I knew they were a joke last year. Um, they were. That was one of the biggest fluke 106 teams I've ever seen. Uh And it just fell apart this year for sure. I mean, you were relying on three guys that were terrible their entire career. Kevin Gossman, Esclafani, and uh, Alex Wood. That was that three. Uh, And then you also had the emergence of Logan Webb. Right. But he wasn't really solidified yet. Uh, That was their three in that 106-win team. And, I mean, those guys I would never put any money into. Uh, Unless Alex Wood wanted to come be my four right now. I would take him. (laughs) <laughs> but uh now so I mean they are far away I mean you lose Rodan then then you're relying on Descafani right that's their I don't know Webb um
0: right and then Rodan that well uh, yeah you're talking about last year yeah
1: yeah no but I mean saying if like, you lose Rodan then Webb's your solidified ace yes um, you got no one else behind him uh their bullpen is nothing special uh Their outfield is definitely nothing special.
0: Yastrzemski.
1: Yeah, Yastrzemski was on the waiver wire halfway through the season. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible.
0: Terrible. I was just setting you up there. (laughs) uh, Brandon Crawford uh, might not be starting anymore. He's old. Brandon Belt is a free agent. Posey's gone from that team as well, who hit 330 that year. Evan Longo. Uh, Longo. (laughs) Yeah, like they care. Wow. Uh, like, but really though, I mean that lineup's like Tommy Listella, Wilmer Flores. Uh, it's it's a yuck lineup, you know. Austin Slater, uh, and Jock. Yeah. So you know Jock and Judge and Ustremski is not gonna get it done.
1: No, no, not at all. They, no. I don't even think they have like good. Do they have good prospects? I've never heard of anyone.
0: Well, the, the catcher Joey Bart was supposed to be, and he came up and didn't hit.
1: Interesting. He hits for me and my uh, MLB The Show team, which I haven't played in a while, but... There you go. power bat for me. There Um, you go. Yeah, no, you're right. I forgot about him. But yeah, no, he's he's nothing, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is a rookie season on a bad offense with very little support, so maybe if you give him protection, but, you know, we'll see. Um, Other than that, I I believe last time we did this, we missed out on the Hunter Renfro trade, so I'm just going to start there and then track back if we missed anything before that. But uh, yeah, Hunter Renfro is a Los Angeles angel, uh, and I really like this. And if we didn't talk about the Gio Urshela trade, then we could loop that in here too. Uh, Gio Urshela is also an angel. They traded Jansen Junk, who they acquired from the Yankees, in another trade away for him. So interesting when you see trades interconnect uh, within even a season or less than a year's time. They're just flipping them over for Gio. And I thought immediately, why is Gio going to the Angels? They have Rendon. Well, you know, Rendon two seasons in a row hasn't played a lot. And number two, Gio could play second base. A lot of people kind of have this hyped version of him as a defensive stud at third base. He makes a lot more errors than you think, and his uh, advanced stats aren't that great. So maybe shifting him over to second would be something that's beneficial for him. And he hit 285. The Angels don't have a lot of bats. So I like that for them. And Hunter Renfro adds a real power bat. I looked at their lineup the other day. It, it's actually deep. Uh, so it, if if you really want to try and run it back, and now that they've added, uh, I already forgot. Uh, oh, Tyler Anderson. that That's the big starting pitcher acquisition. But technically, they think they have three or four starters. Um, you need bullpen help, But Trout, Otani, Renfro, Rendon, Taylor Ward, that's five bats right there.
1: Hype them up. Yeah, and they'll you be know out. that six? Sorry. I said hype them up and they'll be out by June. I can guarantee it.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <I> mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> exactly. And I, who's their first baseman?
0: Walsh, who was great in 21, but really bad in 22.
1: Um, yeah. And don't they also have like David Fletcher? Isn't like the Angels yeah. rock hard for him? Like, he's, like, the greatest hitter of all time for them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then they have Stassi, who every other year is good. So Matt Duffy's in there.
1: (laughs) Who's their catcher? Oh, who's their catcher?
0: Stassi. Like, every other year, he's decent.
1: Not Kurt Kurt Suzuki anymore?
0: No, he's retired.
1: He's retired this year, right?
0: Yeah, what a goat. Oh, my God. He's stuck around a long time. He was around, like, when I started watching.
1: Oh, I hate him
0: which is going to make people feel pretty old, but uh, yeah, no, good for the angels. I, I mean, at least you're trying uh, that. That's at least a, a little bit of an effort there for them. Uh, other than that, I mean, there, there really was nothing major. Uh, did we do the T Oscar Hernandez trade? No. Okay. So that, that's where we left off. So T Oscar Hernandez going to the Mariners from the blue Jays in exchange for Eric Swanson. And uh, I, I love this for the Mariners, because to me, uh, this adds a bet for them that they they don't have to now go out and pay Mitch Haniger. They have an outfield surplus. They just traded Kyle Lewis as well, which surprised me. But when I looked at it, they have Taylor Trammell, they have Kellinick, they have another outfield prospect, Julio, now TI, that's five right there. Um, So people had to go. They didn't want to spend the money on Haniger. Maybe they can reallocate it. We've heard them rumored for big shortstops. If you add Teoscar and a big free agent to this lineup with that pitching staff, that see Seattle's all of a sudden, they're in a really elevated level.
1: But then you ask what pitching staff, because they got absolutely dismantled in the playoffs.
0: Uh, I wouldn't say that. The Astros couldn't hit.
1: The Astros didn't hit them around? I mean, didn't didn't right. come in in the ninth inning and blow it? or whatever? Yeah, but
0: is. that was one that they would have given up two runs that game. Hmm. And that's one fuck up by Robbie, Ray. And then you have game. The final game was an eighteen inning scoreless game.
1: But they do have George Kirby and uh, Logan Gilbert who are slept on for sure. Um, and
0: then, and then Luis Castillo.
1: Luis Castillo, yeah, that's obvious, but uh yeah. you know, it's a, it definitely. Are they moving JP to short? Uh, to are they can move a Gold Glover to second? I don't know. I mean, that would be bold. I mean, JP is also apparently like the leader of that team. So yeah. You're not, I mean, I don't know if you're moving, especially when he's a gold glove guy who's also the leader. I don't know if you really need to go out and sign a big-time shortstop. Um, I
0: don't know. It,
1: it's a big part of that chemistry over there. I mean,
0: No, I agree. I agree. I mean, it's interesting because they have been rumored for all those guys. So it, it I don't know. I don't know what they do because they could also move Ty France to second if they wanted and get a big first baseman. But a, speaking of this, Jose Abreu to the Houston Astros, Houston Astros, uh, three-year deal with uh, – I forget the term with the uh, the dollars on it, but I have him at number six on my top uh, ten first base list. I could kind of debate at five, but I just like the potential of Olsen at five. I haven't revealed my list yet, but that's just to compare. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I Abreu, MVP in the shortened year, hits 300, drives in runs, The home runs were down, but now he's going to go with that short left field in Houston with all that protection in the Houston lineup, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, this is a guy whose defense, first base advanced stats are a little bit spotty for first base, but it's actually been improving for him as he gets older, which is odd, and he's definitely an improvement over Yuli and and Trey Mancini. So the Astros just keep getting better.
1: (laughs) I know they uh, they are. I hated that they tweeted it, but they was like, "We don't rebuild, we reload," uh, as if there was ever like a thought of them rebuilding after winning it. right Right. Um, so get out of my face, Houston Astros. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's a that's a good signing for them. I mean, you knew they were gonna play and they were they were gonna get better somehow, uh, and they did, of course. Um, next, probably a catcher. Um, are they gonna get Wilson Contreras? They're still in the market for him. So, uh, cool, man. I could see them doing that as well, and uh, you know, just creating another super team over there, and uh, trying to run it back again. So, the interesting thing is for them. I think they lose Verlander.
0: Yep, I agree with you. I, I think the Dodgers might go in and snag him. I've, I've heard that over the last few days.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I think if you're he met with the Dodgers, um, if you're going all the way over to Los Angeles, which I'm pretty sure he has ties to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, Kate Upton. Yeah, <laughs> although <laughs> Kate Upton ridiculous um they lose him and they still have just stud on stud on stud fromber javier luis garcia hunter brown uh Jose
0: mccullers
1: McCull- oh my god i forgot about mccullers although he got lit up um mccullers and Kitty. like if you didn't want to <laughs> you got six yeah. starters there um and all would play on any team ever so uh they're still loaded there. They don't have to go spend whatever Verlander wants, and he wants a big contract. Uh, you don't have to go spend that. So they're they're fine there. I think they uh, – and, and are they in the market for another starting pitcher? I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know. It's going to be interesting uh, to see what they do. I mean, I, I, I think they stick with what they – if they lose Verlander, I do think that they would go after a Wilson Contreras and just say – yeah, we're loading up the offense, and we're we're fine on with pitching because they are.
1: Um, the um, I yeah. hate as McCormick and who's their other guy? not. Uh, I mean, besides Kyle Tucker, they have some. Yeah, no, I
0: know who you're talking about um, Jake Myers.
1: Yeah, so you get out. Yeah, of uh, they could go get an outfielder for sure. Um,
0: yeah, Brantley um, could come back.
1: He could come back. I was seeing like they weren't gonna have like. Is he free agent? Yeah. agent (laughs) (laughs) I guess he could come back uh but yeah no it's uh it's interesting they they could do a lot of stuff there and again so could the Dodgers I mean they're gonna lose Trey Turner probably that opens up a lot of money
0: well yeah no the Dodgers the if the Dodgers lose out on their guys I don't know what they'll. I feel like they'll just do something crazy but there's no other guy to go after Maybe that maybe they'll be the Degrom team if they miss out on, every, on everyone, and they'll just be the sleeper for Degrom.
1: What about reuniting uh, Mookie and Xander Bogaerts?
0: I predicted that.
1: Did you? Yeah. They could reunite. They could reunite there for sure. Um, I don't think they have a lot of trust in Gavin Lux at shortstop. Um, Ugh. Yeah. So I. Th- I mean, that's what it looks like right now. That's who's on contract for that.
0: <laughs> wow. No, yeah, no, I don't like that. He, he's a second baseman.
1: Second baseman. Well, so. that
0: field, they use him in the outfield. Did they? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But uh, the only other big signing, I mean, Jamer Condelario went to the Nationals, which was, gee, he's just been with the Tigers
1: forever. What about this one, the biggest signing in Pirates history, Carlos Santana?
0: Oh! <laughs> I almost, I've read the name on my on the list, and I was just like, I can't, I don't want to give the Pirates airtime.
1: Well, dude, I think it's hilarious that that's like their biggest free agent signing in years. Like, it's like a year. What is it? Year six mil, year eight mil?
0: Yeah, it's pathetic. <laughs> it's ridiculous.
1: You should throw away your franchise right now. If I, I think if I won the Powerball, I would have been able to buy the Pirates. <laughs> I would the Pirates.
0: <laughs> Where's Phil Dangle?
1: Yeah, I would have moved them. I would have moved yeah. them to Pittsburgh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but, uh, um, then the other, the only other one is your guy, Zach Eflin, to the Tampa Bay Rays, three years, $40 million. Um, he's going to be a starter. Joel Sherman tweeted it out. They want him as a starter, which means he might, he's their fifth starter. The Rays rotation's wrapped up. We, we just, we went through, I was like, where does he fit in as a starter? What is he, a three or four or five? He's a five because McLanan, Glasnow, whatever way you want to put that, um, and then Rasmussen and Springs, and then, boom, then you get to Eflin at five. That's loaded. And they don't have torino and Yarborough anymore because they don't need them. And that's, that's what I'm saying. They have 80,000 pitchers in their organization.
1: Yeah, definitely. And they uh, and then they'll have probably, like, eight guys that come out of the pen throwing eight, 100 miles an hour from the left side. <laughs> yeah, they
0: traded J.T. Chargeois to the Marlins, you know.
1: Yeah. Dude, it's out of nowhere they just have guys throwing 100. And I'm like, where the hell are these guys on the Phillies? Like, well, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, that's a good signing for them. It's definitely a signing where I could see, hey, Zach Eflin's now going to be some sort of, you know, great pitcher. Um, but he does cap off that, you know, that three three prospects that we had throughout the rebuild, you know, that were always hyped up. Vince Velasquez, Nick Pavetta, Zach Eflin. They were always going to be the oh. three. Um, you saw Velasquez get traded, never turned out to be anything. Still kicking tires in a – chicago right now but nick pavetta had some sort of mediocre year last year he the red sox hyped him up i laughed at them he stinks this year um, <laughs> and they're crying so uh, <laughs> I mean, they have no pitching they are terrible yeah,
0: they're rumored for every pitcher <laughs> gonna, Bassett, tyone, tyone <laughs> that's it tyone Tywon walker
1: they're gonna end up like rich hill again
0: yeah, they're going to get Hill and Walker back, and then
1: – How many years every Red Sox fan ever? Oh, my God, we're going back to
0: the World Series. <laughs> yeah, no, It's coming. It's absolutely coming. Um, and then, yeah, that, that wraps it up in terms of free agents and stuff uh, that have been going around. So uh, we kind of are preparing for the winter meetings now, and we've heard a lot of rumors that stuff's going to happen soon. We're recording this on a Thursday at 9 p.m., Stuff could happen while you're listening to this on a Friday before it. I believe it starts on the 4th, whatever day that is. That's got to be one, two, three. That's Sunday. So it's on Sunday in San Diego. And then it runs for a few days, three, four, five days. And this winter meetings is actually supposed to be something because it's the first one where it's in person. Everyone's together since 2019. Um, So this is a big one. We've heard Judge is almost being pressured by everyone and actually kind of wants to get it done himself because he needs to fall for everything else to happen. He is holding up the entire market. It's a very rare case. Um, So he needs to go. He might actually go during the winter meeting. So I hope he does. And then I hope it's a flurry. I hope it mimics NHL and NBA and NFL free agency where when it drops, everyone goes within a day.
1: Yeah, no, it's a, Right now, the stove is cold. stove is most definitely cold. Um, is Judge holding up? The pitchers right now are getting paid. I mean, you're talking about Mike Clevenger getting one-year 12 mil.
0: I uh, forgot about that mil. one. I love that signing. Yeah.
1: 12 mil. Where, where do you even go?
0: Chicago White Sox.
1: Chicago White Sox. That's a classic uh, One-year <laughs> 12 mil. Matt Boyd got one-year 10 mil, and he couldn't lick my shoes. Where? Uh, I, he I signed somewhere. Um,
0: Matt Boyd got 10. He didn't pitch this year. <laughs> I, think,
1: I think he got one year 10 mil. Uh, I, might come, I might come in today. Um, and then, obviously, Eflin got three years 40 mil. So, I mean, they're getting paid right now. That's a $13 million per year contract for Eflin. Um Wow. i got to figure out where Matt Boyd went.
0: Yeah, no, to, Matt Boyd went back to Detroit for 10 million.
1: Detroit, yeah, there he is. He- Why would
0: they, they know who he is and they're going to – wow, okay. Ugh. Ugh. I don't like that either because they have so many young starting pitchers. He's going to take innings away. Yuck, Detroit. Yeah. By the – oh, this is a perfect uh, – Miguel Cabrera oh, yeah. is uh, retiring. And uh, I tweeted it out. 167 hits is the amount that he needs to become 13th all-time at hits. I pretty much said, like, I capped it at that. I was like, there's no way he gets more than that many hits. Like, that's the ultimate amount of hits I could see. And he probably won't get that much. But he's going to pass some. All He's definitely passing Ichiro because he's two behind. And then he's going to pass Cal Ripken Jr. Um, and then I think Ken Griffey Jr. as well. Uh, I mean, that's, you know, this is a guy that very, I mean, people know how good he is, but very under the radar, I feel like, compared to when you think about Ken Griffey Jr., you're like, Holy shit! You don't. It, it's it's very different with Miguel Cabrera. You know he's that level, but Ken Griffey Jr. is like holy shit.
1: Well, he's been all the way over there. Um, I mean, he's been in that organization forever. People don't even remember that he was a Marlin. Uh, so uh, it's, it's interesting. I I wish he had some sort of record that I know he could chase, like Albert Pujols did.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Where you know I could be like, yeah, he's gonna get that. I don't know if he's gonna get that many hits. How many hits did he get this year?
0: That's a good question. Yeah. A a decent amount. Yeah, because I said 167 hits. I mean, you know, but – He's not even – Yeah, no, he's not an everyday player. I'm looking it up. Baseball reference. Great website. Everyone should use it. He had 101 hits.
1: Yeah. Uh, He would have to go off. Like, again, is he going to go back into peak form like Albert Pujols did?
0: David Ortiz, final year?
1: Yeah. No. I mean, I – give him a send-off, good player. Good guy. It's a good guy. Um, never really gotten like fights like that. Um, yep. You know. I'll hopefully, he gets a good send off.
0: Just a shame. You know, when you look back on those Tigers teams, that those teams did not win a championship is sad. I mean, it would like, especially like, we, nobody even knew at the time how good Verlander and Scherzer were going to be in an extended period of time. I mean,
1: Marcelo for a little bit.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like, that team should have won multiple championships.
1: Yeah, no, it should have.
0: Yeah, that was Victor Martinez. You had... uh,
1: Castellanos, no?
0: That's right. For a little bit in there, yeah. And then Ian Kinsler for a little bit. Uh, Prince Fielder was mixed in, but they were traded for each other. Yeah. Uh, Austin Jackson. Yeah, those were good teams, but... uh, Other than that, yeah, no news other than that. Like I said, the stove is about to get hot, hopefully. And the next pod that we do will be a winter meetings recap. Uh, Tyler and I did backyard bets. That's uploading with this. Um, And then after next week, Strictly Baseball, we're going to shift into uh, two segments a week. We're going to do one half of the pod on grading a division. Uh, You know, a lot of people... You know, they do projections. We're going to project the team for next year. I want to do a recap and, and kind of grade every team. We're going to have categories and give out some great averages for each team and, and uh, kind of give needs for the next season. Maybe, you know, for the, maybe those will be filled uh, somewhat. And then, but, uh, you know, maybe long term and macro level too, we'll get there. And then also top 10 lists for each position will come out with each pod. So that'll be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, you can follow the podcast. On Twitter at Strictly Sports P. Uh, you can follow Rory on Twitter at rtetimer 9 uh, You can follow, also follow the show on Facebook and Instagram at Strictly Sports Productions. And this podcast is uploaded on every podcast platform. So for Rory Tetimer, I'm Jacob Brown, and we will see you next time.